perforating. Give me that sweet tea, you think I'm playing? I need it all night, no sleep. You can get it in the kitchen if it's wetting at the sheets. Like, brr, brr, operator, you got me like, hee, hee, Mike Jackson. Think I, think I, think I, I'm getting thicker. And I can make you boil up, baby, let it simmer. Don't 
Welcome to the Weekly Review. This is Roman. You're listening to the Weekly Review here on Mutiny Radio. We are broadcasting live from San Francisco. We're on Ohlone land and wanting to provide a trigger warning as we'll be talking a little bit about current events and some things that are happening 
right now in the world. Uh, thank you so much for listening. And uh, I feel like quite often every week come in and I sigh and I feel distressed. And that's no different this week. Perhaps it's the amping up of what's happening, the more overtness of what's happening and what has been happening. And I'll provide some action items that folks can take. I also have other action items <laughs> that are uh, perhaps haven't been listed uh, as well. There's a lot of folks going around. There's a lot of uh, protests that are happening, ways you can folks can go directly to the centers, the ICE <sighs> camps, the holding facilities that are being set up. There are folks who are going there in person. There are people who are contacting elected officials. There are people who are following the money, finding out who's investing in this. Capitalism kills, so following the money and finding out who in, who invests in this and doing what we can to stop them by any means. There's also organizations that are directly providing assistance for folks, and one is Rice's Texas, and that's R-A-I-C-E-S, Texas.org, and they have raised millions of dollars so far. And unfortunately, the budget for ICE is more than that. So there, the point is that there's a lot of different ways. I believe in diversity of tactics, and there's a lot of ways for folks to be active. And also for folks to also consider, I mean, there's so many, when I was preparing for the show, I, I never prepare enough. And how, like, which, thankfully, as far as social media, ugh, mixed blessing, of course. And thankfully, there's nothing I see on my timeline that's uh, I would need to necessarily argue with for the most part. No one is in favor of what's happening. I do feel, though, that it's important to listen to the folks who have been fighting this for generations and to understand that this is not the first time this has happened in this country. And when folks say, oh, it's not like America, maybe it's not like it for you and your family. However, this has been going on for hundreds of years here. Families have been separated. It happened to indigenous folks. It happened for black folks during slavery. There are internment camps. There are folks who are incarcerated in prison, millions of people who are incarcerated every fucking day who are separated from their families. So that's one, that's one point. I recognize a lot of the folks listening already know this on board, feel the need to say it out loud. Also just finding points for, <laughs> to kind of push the conversation forward a little bit. That's part of it. Also, in terms of U.S. imperialism and why there might be folks wanting to come to this country and talking about U.S. imperialism in Latin America and Central America and the idea of U.S. forces wanting to overthrow democratically elected leaders, the idea of the U.S. bombing places, countries. So... I guess what I'm trying to say is our hands are bloody. <sighs> oh, goodness. <sighs> there are actions that are happening. There's actions springing up every day that folks can participate in. I understand that not everyone is able to attend an action. However, um, maybe if you're not, you can spread the word. You can invite folks. If everyone was blocking these facilities that happened in Portland. They were able to shut down the ice facility there. 
if everyone at least was able to tell someone who could go, what would that look like to shut down these facilities? There's also folks who have released information on folks who work for ICE. So there's also the folks who are going out there to find them and harass them and or do whatever. Uh, And once again, capitalism kills. Because unfortunately, if we live in a society where you can get paid to harm people, that's what's going to happen. It's no excuse. It's a reality. Speaking of getting paid to harm people, police. Let's not forget that there are still police who are killing people. In Pennsylvania, a 17-year-old child was killed by a police officer. He was shot in the back. And this officer had been sworn in 90 minutes prior. And this is happening in Pennsylvania. Meanwhile, Pennsylvania had elected a, a DA who was supposedly on the more progressive end of things. However, he's also been going after he's decided to (sighs) place charges against a trans woman who was burning a Blue Lives Matter flag. Now, I don't understand why the priority should be to go after someone who is protesting abuse as opposed to the people who actually caused the abuse. However, that's happening. So perhaps some pressure can also be put on to D.A. Krasner. Oh, goodness. Uh, in an ideal world, uh, it sounds weird, but I wouldn't want to even do this show, to be honest. Or maybe I want to do a show where I just play music and that's it. And I love playing music and I do appreciate the music suggestions and we'll be playing some more throughout the program. It's, I would love to not fucking come here and, and talk about this. And it's the very least, this is like a drop in the bucket of what can be done. It's continuing to have that conversation, continuing to educate, because a lot of folks who are raised in this country, myself included, have gotten a miseducation. We haven't been told exactly what's happened and the atrocities that are committed in our name and by this country, and continue to do, continues to happen. So it's more of also just a call to, for folks to, I guess, wake up is a phrase that's been, been used a lot, for folks to wake up. And also to put oneself in a zone of discomfort. What are we willing to risk to, to, to create the world that we want to live in? And I think that's part of it as well. While all this is happening, also they're looking to get into Social Security. They are looking to, uh, and this is like the GOP, meld labor and education, which would just eradicate public education even more so than it already has been. They're looking to disqualify even more folks from accessing food, including veterans, working people. They're pretty much killing us, and as they have been, and now it's just this kind of really overt, full speed ahead, and it has been happening, and many people have been, many, many, many people have been arguing about this, again, for generations, and I suppose if one is comfortable enough, or if it's not affecting you or your family directly, then it might not think of it as a fight. And now the more and more people who are being affected and the more evidence that there is, because unfortunately sometimes people need evidence in order to believe that atrocities can be committed. Now more people are, are coming together. So 
again, I don't want to say, oh, all hope is lost. I feel like <laughs> sometimes I feel like I lost hope a long time ago. We have a phone call. Let's let's see who this is. Hello, Mutiny Radio. Hey, 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 it's me. Oh, hi, Gail. No, Anthony Medina didn't get in touch with me. I'm sorry to hear that, Gail. I don't know why he tells you one thing and does another thing. Well, perhaps he's in, he's meaning to get in touch with you and just hasn't yet. I don't know. I, well, let's get off of Anthony Medina. Okay. We're just talking generalities. Sure. Maybe some people will tell one person one thing because they don't want to look bad, and they don't actually follow through on it. Sure. You know what we got to do? What do we have to do, Gail? Every time you see Anthony Medina, tell him Gail's waiting to hear from him. Okay, well, I haven't I haven't seen him in months, but next time I do see him, I will tell him that. But I don't want to get... I don't want to have no trouble, you know. I don't want arguments and fights and of course people not. getting upset. No. I just want you to keep reminding him. Sure. You know, but I don't... I, 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 just, I don't want... I'm not looking for friction. Sure. I'm just looking to... It's a green thing, as I keep telling you. Right. You know what the green thing is? Well, would green mean money in this case? Money, yes. It, uh, and also, I haven't checked the post office box or have someone check it, but I'm continuing on my campaign to get free money. Great. Because as I put it together, I, I always repeat myself a lot, if people want to send $54 million in pieces to this guy to get a $54 million jet, Mm-hmm. I mean, if they're inclined to send money to someone, send it to me. Sure, there's I a mean, lot of people on, who are deserving. I'm not gonna, I'm not, I'm not angling after a fifty-four million dollar jet. Mm-hmm. I'm just angling after free money. If it makes people feel good to send money to people, send it to me. Okay. Do you know what my post office box is again? Um, I don't know it off the top of my head. Seven two zero zero seven six. San Francisco, California, nine four one seventy two. And but of course, don't put on the envelope "free money for Gail." You don't want people to know what's in the envelope. Of course not. I mean, that, some people. Gail. I mean, follow follow the story. If you're willing, some people are willing to send all this money to provide a guy with a, a multi million dollar jet. Chuck some of that money over to me. Sure. How are you guys going over there? Pretty How's your fucking program going? De- well, pretty depressed, to be honest. You're depressed? Yep. Why Why are you depressed? Oh, due to the rise in fascism in this country and the fear that it's too late. Too late, too late. What do you think about the new mayor, London Breed? Mm. I have given you her phone number, haven't I? You. I think you have, yes. Because I'm still in touch with her office on two yeah. things. I have a document I'm trying to get them to send me, and I keep telling them, I talk to whoever answered the phone, uh, because it washed the money. Yeah, well, it washed definitely. the money. Watch the money. I mean, come on. It makes me so mad that all this money is being pulled in. And, you know, watch it and make sure it goes in the right place. Of course. What, what's this new thing? Someone bought a $1,500 pair of pants? I haven't heard about that. I, I don't know. I don't know the whole story. But someone, it was someone in government. Because why would they be making a piss about it if it's someone who owns private money? Yeah. So I don't know. So, let me see. I, I lost my train of thought. Oh, I never talked to Kim. You must talk to Kim, right? I don't know. I don't know if we know the same Kim. What was that? I don't know if we know the same Kim. And just to, to let you know, we are on the air. I don't care if we're on the air. Okay. I mean, I can... Jeez. <laughs> you know Kim, the woman that runs the station there? Pam. Yeah, I've, 
Uh, yeah, Kim. I have because sometimes she used to pick up the phone when I used to call, uh-huh. and I used to talk to her about the business and the and the fear they were having or festival in March. Uh-huh. But since you're part of the thing too, maybe you can pass it on. You know what I was thinking? What? I was thinking you guys can do a public service PSA for yourself, not you personally, for the station. Yeah. As an alternative, if people want to. Um, Support alternative art in San Francisco instead of the well-established money makers. Yeah, maybe they want to chuck some money over to you, give some gifts to you. That's that's if they're interested in supporting a ter- uh, alternative art place like Mutiny Radio. That's that's that great in the mainstream. Yes, thank you. Like I say, if people want to give money away, there's always free money for Gail. Remember that, everybody. My PO box. Yep. And maybe you guys can consult with Kim. And see if you can cook up a, you know, a PSA to play every once in a while. Yeah. As an alternative to the supporting the established money makers that are making right. millions or really coming in with the bucks. Yeah. Maybe someone would want to support yeah. out of the way Mutiny Radio. That's great. And thank you for bringing that up because we do have a fundraiser up that folks can donate. We're looking to raise $3,000. And of that, we have raised nine, $1,955. So we're... Almost two thirds of the way there, and folks can do That's that if, by going do to Mutiny Radio. You have a PSA message that you play every FM. couple of hours or something. Yeah. Good. That's good. I mean, like I say, I'm on the fifty-four million dollar jet. Great. They want to send money to that. That's fine. But if they want to look at an alternative, look at Gail. Look at you guys. Absolutely. Well, thank you so right, much bye. for calling in, Gail. Sweet Gail, thanks for calling in. Gail is the number one caller of the show. Folks are also welcome to, and number one, I mean, by the most frequent caller in the show, you're also welcome to call in. We are at 415-550-0511. And again, folks can donate to Mutiny Radio. We are a collective-ish, socialist-ish type place where folks, you pay for your studio time, we share the space, we get programming. Uh, we are definitely in need of funds here to, to stay active and open to pay the rent. Fortunately, we still have rent to pay in the in this society. So if you'd like to help donate anything at all, greatly appreciated. You can find our GoFundMe at mutinyradio.fm as well as plenty of our other programs. I do appreciate the calls and it's good to talk to folks, get out of one's head and to speak and to clear things up if needed. I wanted to go into, first of all, on, there's a lot of events coming up, so I'll get to some of those. We also have a guest coming in later, super excited. We'll be talking about the upcoming production of Queer as Fuck, so please do stay tuned. And um, so, yeah, a lot of things to get to. Um, first is a, there's a lot of, it's also Pride Weekend. Today is uh, Trans March, yay, Trans March. Can't say enough love for all trans folks out there sending love and solidarity. Oh, so, yes. Please show up if you're able. Um, also, Saturday, tomorrow, nope, this is a different one. Excuse me. There's a lot of marches happening in um, to against ICE, um, and also we should fucking just abolish ICE. And also, ICE, that's another point I didn't get to earlier. It's not that old. ICE has been around for maybe less than 15 years or so, around that time. So ICE is not that old of an organization, and it can be abolished. Why not aim high? Let's abolish this fucking organization, right? Let's do it. Let's do it. There is another march that's happening uh, here in the Bay Area on June 30th, Saturday, June 30th, from 11 a.m. to 12.30 p.m., and that's happening at the West County Detention Facility, which is at 5555 Giant Highway. 
folks, please do check that out. The event is on Facebook, and I'm also going to share it right now on the Weekly Review webpage, which folks can access at facebook.com forward slash weekly rev. You can check out that as well. Invite people, share with people, show up if you're able. And um, if you don't live in the Bay Area, find something that's happening near you because there's a lot of events that are happening around the country. Please, there's so many different ways to get involved. Diversity of tactics. I'm all for that. Uh, so previously I was talking about the, the young person who was killed in Pennsylvania, and his name was Antoine Rose Jr. And he had written a poem recently. And this is the poem that was, uh, that was shared during protests. Folks have been like shutting down highways in, in Pennsylvania as well and protesting. And this is a, a young person who is sharing Antoine Rose Jr.'s um, excuse me, I'm going to catch my breath. Um, Antoine Rose Jr.'s uh, poem. So I'm going to share that with folks right now. And this is an excerpt of the poem. I am not what you think. I'm confused and afraid. I wonder what path I will take. I hear that there's only two ways out. I see mothers bury their sons. I want my mom to never feel that pain. I'm confused and afraid. I pretend all is fine. I feel like I'm suffocating. I touch nothing so I believe all is fine. I worry that it isn't though. I cry no more. I'm confused and afraid. I understand people believe I'm just a statistic. I say to them I'm different. I dream of life getting easier. I try my best to make my dream come true. I hope that it does. I am confused and afraid. Okay, so that was a poem by Antoine Rose, and it was this was shared by WTAE TV Pittsburgh, and it's called "I Am Confused and Afraid." And the caption is uh, "Fear and Uncertainty," written by 17-year-old Antoine Rose before he was fatally shot by an East Pittsburgh police officer this week. His own words were read aloud at a rally today, and that was yesterday, on Thursday, in downtown Pittsburgh. Uh, Woodland Hills School District said his mom wants the world to hear his poem. And they also provide a link to the full poem, and you can find that. Uh, we posted the video as well on the Weekly Review page. You can access that at facebook.com forward slash weekly rev. Okay, so we are going to take a bit of a music break. And when we... Um, come back in a little bit we'll we'll have a guest very much looking forward to uh speaking with uh Jaylen. and Jaylen is one of the performers and artists who is involved with queer as fuck which is happening now it's part of the queer arts festival i've written a piece that's part of it as well there's a lot of different pieces all together it's a really incredible show and so many folks really amazing folks are involved. So I really want to encourage folks to go out to see this performance. It's at Bindlestiff Studio in San Francisco. And I'll also be providing a link to the shows so folks can check that out. Please do support live theater. And there are many ways to also be with community. I know as a queer person, sometimes it feels like some of the options that we have for socialization are bars. And that can feel really limiting for folks who are either underage and or don't drink and or don't have the funds 
And so really I appreciate when there are arts and accessible spaces that are made for folks, as well as being able to tell one's own story. It's also Frameline. It's also the Frameline Film Festival, which is happening. Um, I was grateful. There's a production I was involved with called Paper Boys, which was uh, premiered on previous Saturday. And it's been really incredible to see so many works of art. We're seeing queer and trans folks as the as the protagonists, as the writers, as the creators and directors telling our stories. It's so important because I think a lot of us have grown up without seeing ourselves represented in any way. Or if we do, by chance, we happen to be a joke or a punchline. And to be able to tell one's own story is something that everyone should be able to do. So I really want to encourage folks to support queer art, support queer artists too, buy each other's work, each other's music, see each other's, buy each other's books. I mean, there's so, go to plays. There's so much out there that's being created right now. And I also recognize sometimes I start the show with, <laughs> in a bit of a, in the doldrums, definitely. And not because there, there isn't that need to, to talk about it. It is, there's no language to even express what's happening. And there's also, while we tear down ICE and we tear down the institutions and imperialism and we fight against this, we also create the worlds that we want to live in. And we do that by being kind to each other and being supportive of one another and creating art and finding ways to exist in a world that doesn't want a lot of us to exist. So please do stay tuned. And we'll be back in a little bit. Just move on up toward your destination. Though you may find from time to time complication.
take nothing less than the supreme best. Do not obey, rumors people say, but you can pass the test. Just move on.
welcome back to the weekly review. That was Curtis Mayfield, of course. Oh, such a good song. Wanting to provide some upcoming events and for folks to find out where and how and why. There's a lot of different organizations that are sharing these events. I found this one out through CARE, which is C-A-I-R. And they they send out information on these and that's the council on american islamic relations and so if you find go to um if you just type in cair you can find out more information from them and uh through their emails i was able to they're able to provide a lot of upcoming events does that make yeah okay that didn't come out as okay so there's a lot of events happening in the next week that folks can take part in i'll be reading some from the bay area i know we have listeners from all over the world so please do keep in mind there may very well be events happening near you and if you can't find any talk to your friends and create one take an action make an action and odds are there is something going on in your area there's a lot of folks who are mobilizing there are folks at LaGuardia there are folks outside the building on Varick Street in New York these are just the ones that I've heard about there's a, a billboard in Emeryville here in the Bay Area that was changed to say uh there's a an organization that I don't know exactly what not an organization it's a company it's a company and they I guess they get rid of things and they have these billboards all over ads all over that say we make junk disappear and so some awesome activists went and painted over it for it to say we make kids disappear with uh, ice at the bottom so there's lots of different ways again that folks can take action there's so many different ways so again wanting to provide hope and not despair because despair is not going to get us anywhere and it's not going to change anything. So wanting to be really appreciative of folks taking actions and also inspiring other folks to do the same. And there's also so many different ways that folks can be active. One thing that folks can do if you are here in the Bay Area and or can be here in the Bay Area tonight from 5.30 to 7.30 p.m. And this is happening today, Friday, June 22nd. It's a Families Belong Together action plan. Uh, Familias Pertensen Juntas. And that's hosted by Families Belong Together East Bay and seven others. And this is happening at the National Nurses United at 155 Grand Avenue in Oakland. Again, that's happening tonight from 5.30 to 7.30 p.m. You can be part of the planning process at National Nurses United at 155 Grand Avenue. That's one thing. Another thing, tomorrow from 10 a.m. to 11.30 a.m. in San Francisco at Embarcadero Plaza, there is, and I was going to say something because they're changing the name of the plaza too, so... Um, so there's another, there's a rally, uh, families belong together, San Francisco. And again, that's from 10 AM to 1130 AM at Embarcadero Plaza. So those are two upcoming events. I also mentioned the one again on the 30th outside the facility, um, in Richmond. And actually there's a few things happening on June 30th. Excuse me for a moment. I was clicking all these events open and then I was like, wait, all these are all happening on the 30th. So yes, there's the one happening in Richmond on the 30th. There's also one happening at Mission Dolores Park from 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. Uh, there's a 10 a.m. start at Mission Dolores Park. At 10 to 11 a.m., march to City Hall. 11 a.m., rally at City Hall. So that's happening on Saturday the 30th. And also, there's a San Jose rally happening on the 30th, too. So there's a lot of rallies. rallies. I'm making up words. It's not even 1 p.m. yet, and I'm making up words. There's a lot of rallies happening on 
June 30th. So this one's happening in San Jose at San Jose City Hall from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. And it's at 200 East Santa Clara Street in San Jose. So there's all you can find them on Facebook. Every type and families belong together. You can find all of these events. We are going to take a brief music break and we'll be back with our guest in a little bit. So please do stay tuned.
welcome back to the weekly review. Thank you so much for listening. You're listening to Mutiny Radio. If you would like to support the station, please do. We are having a, a GoFundMe. We're trying to raise a total of $3,000 to stay open so we can provide news like this, independent news and shows. There's music, politics, comedy. There's a lot of things here on this station. We want to keep the station afloat. And anything you can donate would be greatly appreciated if you go to mutinyradio.fm. Also, there's an individual uh, Patreon for this podcast. If you go to patreon.com forward slash weekly rev, anything from a dollar a month and more would be greatly appreciated. Really do appreciate the listeners and all the folks who have been donating to help sustain this program, help pay the dues. It's greatly appreciated. Also, if you're interested in having a show here at Mutiny Radio, we have a lot of slots that are open throughout the week. If you go to mutinyradio.fm, you can get in contact with Pam, who's our station director, and check in. Um, All it involves is getting trained, very quick training on the board and the equipment here. You pay monthly dues, and then you get two hours a week to do anything you'd like here at the station. So we're always looking for new new voices to have on on the show, on the station. So please do... Come check us out if you're interested and or able. Also, we have spaces available on Saturday nights for rentals, so please do get in touch with us as well. So I'm going to take a bit of a one more music break while we get settled in with our new guest here. So please do stay tuned, and we'll be back in a moment. What a thing to be a witness to the sunshine What a dream to just be walking on the ground What a time to live among the ashen remnants of our love that came before And I'm still looking for that now It took centuries to build these twisted cities It took seconds to reduce them down to dust all the tour guide could say was take your pictures, folks, it's late Try your best, please, to remember what was done Don't look so forlorn, don't you look so scared Don't get so upset, this world was never Wish I could get some sleep All this strange parade of sounds the city makes when I lie down Little explosions that set fire to my dreams Sometimes I get mistaken for this actor And I guess that I can see it from the side Maybe no one really seems to be the person that they mean to be I hope I am forgotten when I die Don't contradict me Don't make me cross the line If you feel threatened It's only cause I might But there are hundreds of ways To get through the day There are hundreds of ways To get through the day Yes, there are Find one. All my heroes, they're all 
rhinestones out of Carolina and sold them out in Bakersfield for cash no, the band shell got a band Sound like an arcade in Japan Blew all my quarters Trying to get that feeling back Nine inch sucker can turn boredom into violence A sociopath riding on a bus Hello and welcome back to the Weekly Review. We are joined here by Jalen Abergas. Jalen, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me. Yeah, I'm really excited that we get to talk about such what's going a beautiful on. day. I know uh, it's so gorgeous outside. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. Yeah. How are you? Oh, I mean, when I'm not feeling totally full of rage about the news and what's happening in this country, I'm okay. <laughs> so aside from that, the constant <laughs> anger and wanting to do more, um, I'm okay. Okay. Yeah. So happy thoughts. Happy thoughts. Yes. Yes. Or thoughts of moving beyond this and people coming together to create the world that we want to live in. Yes. This too shall pass. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> for sure. Quickly, hopefully. <sighs> yeah. <sighs> Yeah. So I was hoping we could start off by talking about the um, the show that we're both involved with called Queer as Fuck. Yes! Yay. Queer AF. <laughs> yes, yeah. It's happening at Bindle Stiff Studio, which is an awesome space. And I'm, yeah, I've met so many amazing people there, like you're such as yourself. Thank you. It's just, I'm just saying how important it is to have queer art available for folks. Yes, queer art available for folks, but also queer POC yes, yes. art, you know, and Bindlestiff is the um, only one of its kind in the country, um, Filipino run and dedicated to Filipino artists and stuff. So it's really cool to be part of that in the Soma Pilipinas district of San Francisco and to represent. And um, yeah, it's a really fun project. I really love the piece that I'm in. The piece I'm in is called Primer. Mm. <laughs> And I play um, a beauty blocker. Can you speak about what a what a beauty blocker might be? For those okay, might beauty blogger. Know? Okay, so I like oh blogger, blogger. Okay, I heard beauty blocker. It's like is that someone who like prevents people from being beautiful. <laughs> okay, beauty blogger. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I blog. I guess, or I make videos. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. YouTube YouTuber. I'm a YouTuber. Yes, yes. And I talk about beauty, and then at the same time, I talk about politics. Oh, yes. Yes. So I Very have, important. Yeah, so I think it's alluded that I might have schizophrenia or something like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's written by Jonas... Mm-hmm. I, forgot, I forgot his name. Sorry. Um, yeah, and he... Um, I was in a piece two years ago when we did Queer as Fuck in 2016, and I was in one of his pieces, and he actually wrote this piece with me in mind. Oh, awesome. Yeah, and then they were like, hey, do you want to do this? Uh, I know you're really busy. And I was like, you know, and I read the piece, and I was so like, I cried. I was like, oh my God, I love this piece. I'm doing this piece no matter what. I'm going to make the time. I'm doing this. Um, And it just kind of like, it's kind of a long piece. It's kind of a monologue. And mm-hmm. then at the end, another um, artist comes on comes on board, but it's kind of like a really long piece. And everyone's like, how do you memorize that? And I was like, oh my God, it just kind of like flows. Yeah. You know? And it's just like, so it was just like meant to be. 
Yeah. That's the thing about really great writing is that it's like, so as a, for, for an actor, it's so much easier to, um, to memorize and to share because it's so natural. Yes. Whereas in our 2016 piece, oh. we did we did the same piece. Yes, lemon cake. Lemon cake. Yes. <laughs> and yes, and you your your version of it was like this very it was like a much more like funny and enjoyable and like I felt like I really appreciated your performance because I yeah. thought it was much more comedic. Yeah. And I was a very my interpretation was a much more like angry like yes like very vengeful yes. <laughs> So yes, that was that was fun. That yeah. was fun when we did that. Yeah, um, yeah, queer as fuck at the Bindle Step today at eight o'clock. Tomorrow at eight o'clock. Next week, Thursday, Friday, Saturday at eight o'clock. Yes. Please come by. Yeah, it's a really awesome and show. support. Yeah, I was really during the during the read through a few weeks ago. It's many weeks ago. I was definitely in tears. Yes, numerous times. Yes, and you know what? Working with a cast like that has been so much fun because everyone in the cast is all spectrums of queer, mm-hmm. all spectrums of trans, all spectrums of everything, and it's just like beautiful to be like working with everyone. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. And there's so much just to not have to worry about that. I feel that when I'm in certain environments where I don't have to worry about having to defend my identity yes. or, or explain it to people. Yes. Yes. Um, so it's been a really fun project. Everyone should come out. Yes, definitely. Yes. Yeah. I cannot prom- promote it like or uh, just highly i can't recommend it highly enough yes those are the words i'm looking for (laughs) yeah i'm telling everyone there's going to be a big crowd tonight for sure great because i've been telling everyone at the trans march i'm telling all of my friends and it's on sixth street and on sixth street there's um omg i don't know if you've ever been there yet i have yeah and tonight is club lonely okay and i love club lonely i love the promoters of club lonely um primo vinsol um and it's vinsol's birthday so after the show, we're all going there. Oh, nice. We're going to party. Excellent. Right? It's a big day. It's a big day, yeah. yes. And we're kicking off Pride. Yes. Happy Pride. Happy Pride. And that's Trans Marches today at Dolores Park, at Dolores Park. And that's like probably my favorite part of Pride is like the Trans March and just walking around the park and seeing people and just... It's like, oh, this is what it, maybe this is what it feels like for cis folks to like walk around and to like yes. see yourself. Yes, and, it's actually yeah. going to be my first time at the park because oh. usually I work on Fridays, mm-hmm. um, but it's going to be my first time at the park. So I'm excited. I'm yeah. going to go home, put a cute outfit on, and then I'm going to go to the park and I'm going to go meet my friend um, Claire Farley. Hey, Claire, oh, yes, do yes. you know her? Yeah, from the LGBT center. Yeah, from the yeah. LGBT center. Um, I'm going to meet her and we're going to hang out a little bit and. And then she's kind of, I think she's emceeing um, part of the rally mm-hmm. at the end. Mm-hmm. So um, everyone should come out and support and say hi. Yes, yes. And there's also a lot of great musicians who perform as well on yes, the stage at Dolores Park. Yeah, so it's really just a really awesome event. And I'm so grateful for all the organizers and all the folks who make it happen. Yes, and it's so nice out. So put on your SPF. Yes. <laughs> Yes, indeed. <laughs> yes. Uh, so I'm excited about that. And then tomorrow, um, I'm also in another play called Compton's Cafeteria oh, Riot. Yes. Oh my God, yes. <laughs> Where did you get that t-shirt? Um, this was 
this was made um, a few years ago for the 50th anniversary. Oh. So I know uh, Stormy Gell and Gwen Park were a couple of folks I remember who were involved with yes. the um, sharing of the links to get the, who created the shirt. Yes. And to, yeah. Yeah. So it we had like a two month run a couple months ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and those that don't know Captain's Cafeteria Riot, the play <laughs> is an immersive play written by Mark Nasser. Uh, Colette Lagrangia and Donna Persana and um, it kind of recounts not you know what's the word I'm looking for like specifically recounts it's just kind of like a a kind of feeling like a reenactment maybe kind of a reenactment but not like a total reenactment right 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 because um, some people say it kind of happened over a couple days or mm-hmm. something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's an immersive play where you kind of like go and you have dinner in the diner and then it happens around oh, you. Oh, wow. Yeah. Sounds very intense. So we're bringing it to the main stage of Pride tomorrow. Okay. But not we're not doing the whole presentation. Mm-hmm. We're just kind of doing a little like snippets and kind of like doing the gist of the play. Okay. Because the theme uh, for Pride this year is Generations Interesting. of Pride. Okay, I didn't know that. So Compton's Cafeteria would be the first generation. Yes, yes. We, this is when trans people fought against the police mm-hmm. to liberate ourselves yes. for freedom, yes. for our rights, our right to marry, you know. But back then it was just like the right to live, live, <laughs> yeah, you know, wear the clothing you want to wear, right, right. you know, and not get not, picked on, right, or thrown in jail, or thrown in jail, yeah. exactly. So um, my role actually is the one that gets picked on, and um, I get taken to jail, but I don't actually go to jail. I just get beat up, mm. and then I come back to the cafe, and I'm like, ah. um, so. Oof. Yeah, yeah, that's, it's really crazy. Yeah, that sounds really intense as a you know as a performer to embody that. Yeah, it's imagine. really intense, but it's a story it's that needs to be told. Absolutely, it does. Yeah. And like when I first did it, and I sat with Donna and I sat with Colette, and they told me stories of what it was like in the '60s, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh my god, like they couldn't just go to a store and buy a skirt. Yeah, you know, someone had to either buy it for them. Mm-hmm or steal it mm-hmm. or somehow acquire it and then bring it to them you mm. know it was like that kind of thing like you couldn't just walk into the store and buy something like that and it was just like whoa really yeah it's just ridiculous it isn't it about how you know, like i mean that the idea of cross-dress even like the idea even the word like bothers me but the idea that even cross-dressing is was illegal yeah then is just so astounding and just like still like the policing over people's bodies and people's choices exactly which you know still extends today exactly and then to not even just like but it was like policing it but it was going beyond policing you know because they were like evil you know they would like beat you up Mm -hmm. you know they would like humiliate you you know it wasn't just like okay well we're gonna write you up and you're gonna go to jail it was like impacted hurt on yeah. us you know yeah, and it's trauma. like trauma <sighs> is that still happening today i don't know do you think it's still it's kind of happening yes, today it is well, i mean there were, the, there were the two gay bashings and you know there was oh the uh, my one in gosh Oakland i live right month. there and i live above the restaurant the restaurant the willows mm-hmm. where ginger snap works yeah you know and i see her all the time yeah 
And for her to just walk one down block to the Eagle and get beat up like she did, I'm like, yikes. Yeah. I don't feel safe walking. I'm like, let me take a lift to the stud, you know, and the stud's like three blocks away. I'm taking a lift to go to the stud. Um, but hey, I'm in heels, so what? <laughs> it's 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 unconscionable, and it's just I know, it's, it's so unconscionable. And then I guess like San Francisco also has this reputation of being this like liberal mecca. Yeah, and at the same time, folks are being attacked. Yes, yeah, being attacked and and targeted. Yeah. Yeah, and I saw Michael last night too. I was hanging out with him. Um, Michael is, was another one that got um, assaulted last night. Um, he's doing well. Oh. He doesn't hasn't um, inflicted as much injury as Ginger, um, but it's oh. kind of crazy. I know. During this weekend yeah. too, and that's why it's really important. Trans visibility is so important yeah. for me right now. Yes, and being present and being aware and staying strong and mm-hmm. staying together. Yes, you know, and um, that's why I did the whole carnival thing. I don't know if you oh, know yes. that. Oh yes, yeah, I saw those. I great was photos. Um, yeah. carnival royale 2018. Um, so they're like, oh, so you're you're the um, queen of carnival. I was like, no, I'm not the queen. I'm the third gender, you know, Carnival Royale. Um, And it's the first time that they recognized a transgender person in the whole court. That's awesome. You know, and I was just like, yes, visibility. And they treated me so well. (laughs) They like, it was like not even anything weird happened, you know, or like inappropriate. It was just like the Carnival Committee. They're just so amazing to work with. And I encourage all my other trans siblings um to go out and compete next year because it's it's not just trans femme trans masculine mm. you know non-binary gender non-conforming you know this whole category is for everyone yes so it's exciting and they also have a drag category oh cool yeah so that's kind of confusing to people to be like oh well wouldn't you be in drag um um I guess when I when I perform at Carnival, it's more just like kind of like because I've been studying uh, Brazilian dance for a while, mm-hmm. and it's just me kind of like doing Brazilian dance. You know, I'm not really personifying this huge character or telling a complete story yeah. and la 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 la. You know how drag can be a little bit. It's a little bit more um, expressive, mm-hmm. I'd say. So for them to recognize. Um, drag and the drag majesty is what they called it and it was uh black opal who won that okay i don't know do you know black opal i don't think i do no she's fierce she is fierce she turned it this year so all my trans siblings all my drag siblings come out and audition and uh, compete next year for carnival um and let's raise trans visibility absolutely in a positive way yes yeah it's so important just to like know that we exist yeah we can also tell our own stories yeah and also for like all the the trans youth out there for them to know that they have a future yes and that was the thing it was the 40th year anniversary for carnival mm-hmm. um and usually they just do king and queen but so this year they did king queen carnival royale drag majesty and teens oh cute yeah so they're like opening it up to the teens and the youth because a lot of the youth i think it was the youth that was really like why isn't there like a drag group or why isn't there like you know a third gender group Mm. why is it so like 
king queen yes. you know so i Good think question yeah so i think it was the youth <laughs> yes that was really coming out oh. and being like we need this oh. so yeah and it's the mission here we are in the mission yeah san francisco you know so it's like oh carnival royale carnival royale and i for to make it more um understandable for people i'm like miss transmission Mm. <laughs> nice. Oh. So yeah. So yeah. So that's why I've been kind of busy. And then when Queer as Fuck came around, they're yeah. like, "Can you do this?" I was like, "I'm doing it. <laughs> I'm doing it. No breaks. Yeah. No breaks for the weary." Um. So that's what's going on. And then, um, and then the Pride Parade on Sunday. Oh, that's right. Yay! So there's so like. I I used to be that person that was like, oh, I'm hungover. I ain't going to the parade, you know. But now I love going to the parade. Like just going, celebrating who you are, the uh, the the right that people have fought for this. Yeah, you oh, know, yeah. like come out and celebrate. Don't just sit at home hungover. You know, like I don't need to do that. Pride is every day for me, or da da da. Just like a bad attitude. I just don't like that. Mm. And you guys know who you are. Oh, okay. <laughs> 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 I guess I don't I mean I know the folks who have social anxiety and that like I okay. respect okay I understand social and, anxiety yeah and then the folks who have like the the uh, the uh, the critiques of pride being so commercialized and okay the, yes and the not to like to like, just like the I understand folks who have you know issues with it or yes. the, the commercialization of it and as, as well as having police involved when at the origins as we talked about earlier it's like the origins of pride were people fighting against the police yes so I think there's if we can go back to more of the roots like there's a lot of great things about it like people coming together yes and at the same time if we can maybe focus on how do we still fight there are still like people who are locked up for being queer yes so yeah ways that we can kind of push that into the the narrative and the discussion as well i think is important yeah bringing awareness to all of that for sure definitely for sure but you know if people corporate people want to give us money we'll take it (laughs) and like you know and if that's a platform for us to tell our story then that's a platform for us to tell our story so i guess that's the tug of war yeah I hear that. I know. Because yeah. I'm going to be on the Chipotle float. And they're like, oh, yeah. So I've been doing Chipotle for four years. Oh, and people okay. are like, either love Chipotle or they hate Chipotle. Mm-hmm. You know? And I'm just like, what? Like, I get free guac. And she's hungry. Sure. You know? Yeah. And my friends are hungry, too. And I get them free food, too. You yeah. know? It's just like, it's they're giving back to the community. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, so, I don't know. Yeah, it's it's like complicated and there's not any easy yeah answers for sure. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> I know. And then after the parade, I'm going to perform on the main stage and be a backup dancer for Yeji. She's performing. Oh, cool. Yeah. I'm a little bit out of the loop with <laughs> certain things. <laughs> she's a singer, yeah. DJ, artist, um, and cool. she's coming, and she's going to be performing on the main stage, mm-hmm. and she wanted some like um, drag queens to perform, and, and um, I'm going to be uh, performing... Um, as a backup dancer mm-hmm. so I'm really excited to do that and I think I'm doing that with Nikki Jizz Fiera and God's Little Princess hey girls cool um, and yeah we're just gonna turn it and then she's gonna go DJ at Honey Sound System okay 
Have you ever been to that party? I'm I'm not much of a party person. Okay. I don't know if you can tell. <laughs> I'm more like I support folks going to party. I myself am more of a I don't really go out to party much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I appreciate that okay. that's what folks do. I just But can you but do you like to dance? Not necessarily. Not necessarily. And again, it's like I love I love watching people dance. I think that's great. For me yeah. myself, I'm like, eh. yeah. I don't know. I'm well, just, maybe you can yeah. dance a little bit this weekend and okay. celebrate. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I'll do I'll try to push myself to that to, Yes. to do that. Yes. I definitely could use a, a push in that direction to celebrate more for sure. Yeah, definitely. Well, Honey Sound System, I think it's like over 10 years that they've been oh, wow. having parties here in the city uh, in the city and um that was one of my first um what is that called? Um Miss Honey Sound System. It was title. It was one of my first oh, titles. Cool. Yeah. So um, I love Honey Sound System. Jacob Sperber, Jason Kendig. Hey guys. Um, yeah, and they throw a really fun party. Mm-hmm. Um, they have great DJs. The music's so much fun. Um, so if you feel like dancing, come out. Oh, cool. And celebrate. And then and then what? And then it'll be July fourth. <laughs> oh wow. <laughs> So much. There's so much happening. It's hard to keep track. There's of so everything. much happening. I know. And then July Fourth, it's like you know we're celebrating America, but our some of us are. Some of us are. Yeah, well, I don't know what people are celebrating I exactly. Know what are they celebrating? But that's you know. I'm, I know. Yeah, and it's on a Wednesday, so people are like interesting. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh goodness. Yeah. I feel like it's always, I'm grateful that there's so many events that are planned around this time. And yes. it also feels overwhelming to a degree. Yeah. Uh-huh. And in an ideal world, it, things would be spread out a little bit where yeah. there could just be like ongoing events and places for folks to congregate. Yeah. And, and at the same time, I'm grateful that this does happen because it does provide us a chance to see one another and to be in spaces together. Yes. And meet new people and inspire others. And I think that's really important. You inspire me. You inspire me. (laughs) (laughs) All the feels. All the feels. All the feels. (laughs) It's so, yeah, I really appreciate you being here so much. At the beginning of the the show, I was just like, I was talking about the news, which makes me want to throw things and punch things and talk about things on the air, which will probably get me in trouble. Mm -hmm. And, but then again, I should, there, uh, and anyway it's an outlet you have to let it out yeah you have to let yeah. it out and, and and like um like i i'm a hairstylist by trade mm-hmm. um and they teach you in beauty school to not talk about politics religion oh. or you know that kind oh. of stuff because it can kind of like sure. irritate your relationship with your client sure um so i never really talk about politics and that's why this piece in queer as fuck Mm. um where i actually talk about politics yes um is such a great outlet for me to like really express how i feel about certain things Mm -hmm. like pulse nightclub yeah like mass shootings like this like that you know and um so i'm really thankful to be in this piece and um that the writer (laughs) oh yes um wrote for me so i feel really excited to do that um because it gives me an outlet 
And then lately, I have been actually talking about politics a little bit more. Oh, yes. You know, it's just kind of gotten me kind of riled up. Like, you know what? I can have a point of view. You Absolutely. Know, I can a very valid I, yeah, yes, point of view. Yes, yes. exactly. And the, the author's name, uh, it's uh, Jonas Abella. Yes. Yes. Yes, Jonas Abella. Hi. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it's so, I mean, I think... I know for like my own experience, it's like one grows up and then you're told that, or from my own experience, sometimes you're told that your point of view doesn't matter or it's uh-huh. hard to, you don't want to make people uncomfortable. However, not making people uncomfortable is kind of why we're in this mess is that people have been in positions of power have been causing harm to folks for generations. Yes. And if more folks are able to speak up and do something about it. Exactly. Then we wouldn't be here right now. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah, it's really important. Like for me being, a trans woman, it's always like, just be pretty, you know, just be quiet, be pretty, sit in the corner. And it's like, no, I'm not, you know, like I have a point of view. I'm going to say what I want to say. Hell yeah. You're either going to like it or not. Yeah. Um, So I think that's a lot of struggle. Uh, That's some of the struggles for a lot of some trans um, women is like, how do they still be who they are mm-hmm. but transition at the same time and la 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 yeah it's it's a lot and i imagine also with like with safety concerns too yeah safety and that yeah. was the thing i was like where do we draw the line between safety and visibility mm. yeah 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 cuz i had a situation in the whole carnival thing where um i was at a place and people were outside and were coming in mm-hmm. and kind of we had to call security, you know? And I was just like, Ooh, I don't want to get too close to the door, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but still, at the same time, I wanted to um, do what I was supposed to do there. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and then that brought up the question of like, oh, okay. And, you know, we did this like whole um, interview um, for KPIX. Mm-hmm. And they're like, okay, we want you in your costume. And we're going to um, videotape you walking down 24th Street in your costume. And my costume is like a two piece. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow. So I'm walking down 24th Street uh-huh. in a two piece. Yeah. You know, um, in broad daylight, and I'm like, okay. But it was like, you know, I had to do it. I was like, I'm here, mm-hmm. I'm queer, get used to it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here, I'm queer, and the water runs clear. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, there's, it's, yeah, there's so much, so many ways to, to be visible. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And I guess, I guess I'm a little loud in my visibility. That's a good thing. That's a good thing. Yeah. I think that's part of the reason I'm I'm here is that it's a way of um I'm pretty shy in person. Yeah. So folks are usually I'm usually like I defer to others and yeah. I don't I don't I feel a little bit anxiety in like larger groups and I don't necessarily like being the center of attention even though I do have a history as a performer. It's complicated. Yeah. However, it's nice to be in a place where there's a lot of things that need to be talked about and expressed and mm-hmm. to have an outlet for that I think is really important and yeah. I feel like so many folks could use an outlet yes. like that. Yes, definitely. Here in the mission. Yes, yeah. We're doing it. Anyone else want to come out here and talk? Oh, yeah. (laughs) Anyone want to call in? Oh, yes. We have a call-in number, 415-550-0511. If you have any questions or 
things you'd like to talk about with Jaylen or myself, please call do me. call in. Yeah. <laughs> People don't call anymore. Yeah, that's so true. Right? Like, I'll sit in a car and I'll call someone and be like, what are you doing? You know? And mm-hmm. I'll talk on the phone. And, yeah. like, that never happens. People are like, text me. Or yes. Like, yeah. In the text, can I call you? Text. You know? It's yeah. just like, just call. Call, just call me. Let's talk. Right. Give me the number again. Oh, it's uh, 415-550-0511. Mutiny Radio. Give Mutiny us a holler. Radio. Yes, it's totally uncensored. Uncensored. Talk here in the radio mission. here. Yeah. It's a really great space. So Is there music you want to hear? Yeah. We can also have some more music we can play. We can take a bit of a music break. If you have any uh, suggestions, we can also uh, defer to you. If you have any songs you'd like to hear right now, that'll get you pumped up. <laughs> <laughs> or not we, yeah it's up to you <laughs> no pressure um let me think about that okay. <laughs> we can uh we can play we can start off with one song right now and then we can go into another one okay that sounds good yes all right so here's some uh a friend recommended some janelle monet actually a couple I love of folks janelle monet so let's get this all lined up here and here we go
All right, and welcome back to the weekly review. Joined here by Jalen. Hi. Hi. We had a nice little <clears throat> chat during our break. This is so much fun. Yeah, uh, I love having you here. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. I have a big smile on my face that wasn't there an hour ago. <laughs> it's such a beautiful day, and today's the tr- Trans March. Yes, I'm so excited. Yes, and so folks can if folks want to come out to that. It's from 11 a.m. to 8 p.m. And it's happening now, starting at Dolores Park, which is at 19th and Dolores Streets in San Francisco. Yes. So grab your blankets, grab your rosé if that's your thing, grab your Gatorade if that's your thing, (laughs) and your SPF. Yes. And come on down. And stay hydrated. And stay hydrated and protected from the sun, because she is shining bright today. Indeed. So yeah. Okay, so the trans march. Okay, so when does the actual marching happen? So from three to six p.m. There's the stage performers and speakers. Oh, that's exciting. Do we know who's performing? Yes, I can read a list. There's uh, Marcus Arana. There's Leanne Mitchell from the Red Shades. There is In Lock Eck Dance. Yes. There's Ali Woolwich and River Brandley. There's Carolyn Henry. Okay. There's Alex Karaya. Okay. There's Sean Demons. Wow, there's a lot of people. There's Victory V. Lee, Michaela Kendrick, and Christina Tibbs. Yes. There's Innocente Popoca... Um, Popoca... Oh, <laughs> shit. It's Poe, and I know them, and I'm... Okay. Popoca Tapetio... Oh, are, okay, um, okay. Apologize for my whiteness and not pronouncing <laughs> this correctly. That's totally my... 
Um, there's Sheena Rose, there's Melanie Ampon, there's the one and only Rexy Maria Alicia. Papa. Yes, Rexy. Hey, girl. And special guests, uh, Gavin Grimm, Our Lady J, Jen, and Genesette, Eva Gutierrez is going to be there. Yes. Oh, awesome. Our Lady J, she's fierce. Awesome. I saw her at the um, Trans Day of Visibility um, gathering. She performed there. It's fun. So they have a stage. Yes. Yeah, there's a stage there. Okay. And what else is there? So there's a lot of uh, folks who have set up tables as well. So okay. um, Black and Pink, which is the one of the organizations that helps with um, support for um, LGBTQ folks who are incarcerated. They have like postcards that folks can fill out and send to people who are incarcerated. Okay. And there's a lot of different vendors who have, you know, wares for sale, like shirts and buttons and other things. A lot of different like nonprofit organizations. Okay. So well. bring your coins. Yes. <laughs> yes. And they'll, they'll also have a few things to give away for free as well. And then when does the marching happen? Uh, the march, Hattie, okay. The march happens from 6 to 7.30 p.m. And it says it's the street march. The 2018 march route will once again weave from Dolores Park to Market Street, then down Market Street to Taylor at 6th Street, and turn onto Taylor towards Turk, where we honor our trans history and landmark of the Compton's Cafeteria Riots and Vicky Marlene. Please enjoy a short program of speakers before dispersing to the after parties. And then at 7.30 p.m., they have speakers at Turk and Taylor. Oh, my God. That's really exciting. Yes. And one more one more thing I'll share that's on the invite. The Trans March rents a classic streetcar that leads the march and provides seating for our elders and persons who may need assistance. And they say, sorry, our trolley is not wheelchair accessible. Hey. So, Yes. And then there's after parties. There's um, from 7 to 9.30. There's the fourth annual Trans Fabulous official all ages sober Trans March after party at Wicked Grounds. And from 7 p.m. to 2 a.m. It's the 13th annual Bustin' Out party against the prison industrial complex at El Rio. Yes, El Rio. So, and that's, yes, good, good. Lots of good stuff. Yes, I love Wicked Grounds. I go to Wicked Grounds all the time. Yeah. It's It's right by my neighborhood. I just like walk past there. That's right. Yeah. They do some really cool things in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they also they have a lot of different like munches, so like groups, like discussion groups where you can come in and meet. Yes, and it's nice to have places like that here in the city. Still. Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. It is. Um, so that's exciting. Full mm-hmm. day of marching yes. and being proud and hearing really incredible music too. Really hearing incredible music and hearing really inspiring speakers. Um, like Claire Farley, I love her. She's mm-hmm. my girl. Um, she was in Compton's Cafeteria Riot also. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, cool. She played young Vicky. Oh, interesting. Which was um, a role based on Vicky Marlene. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, so that's cool that the march goes all the way down and meets at Compton's Cafeteria. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. They need to like bring that back. Yeah. Don't you think? It would be great if there was just like a place for folks to go that was like even like a, just a trans specific like I don't there aren't any. Yeah, right. Yeah. Well, plant some seeds. We can plant, plant some, some seeds. seeds. Yeah. And well, I heard some gossip that there yes? might be something happening, but don't say you heard it from me. Okay. I'm not sure. Okay. <laughs> cool cool okay so wait i have some people live on here oh. let's tell them how to um call in oh sure we have phones here at 415-550-0511 
call us. Yes, please, please share your voice with us. Share your voice. Um, music. Is there anything you want to hear? Mm-hmm. Anything going on this weekend that we need to tell everyone about? Yeah. What's happening tomorrow? What's happening tomorrow? I know tomorrow is the Dyke March for folks who participate okay, in Dyke that. Okay, Dyke March, yes. And there also um, have been, I believe, tomorrow's the 23rd. There also, I read it earlier, there's another event. There's a lot of um, um, marches against ICE that are happening in the Bay Area. Yes. That are happening. So I read over a few events. And since we're on the... Uh, uh, another part of the air. So tomorrow, um, June 23rd in San Francisco, for folks who are listening in Able, there's a Families Belong Together rally happening from 10 a.m. to 11.30 a.m. at Embarcadero Plaza. So, and then there's ones throughout the throughout the week. And yes. on the 30th, there's some as well, including ones that are at the detention center in Richmond. Yes. So if you go to uh, facebook.com forward slash weekly rev, we've posted a lot of these events so folks can access that information there. Stay vigilant. Yeah. Stay active. And also diversity of tactics. There's a lot of ways to stay active. So even if you can't be there in person, you can spread the word. You can donate to Rice's Texas, which is R-A-I-C-E-S, texas.org. And you can also, a lot of folks are following the money. So it's finding out who are the folks who are investing in these companies that are fucking kidnapping children. So (sighs) have to apply pressure. The children, the youth, honey. Yeah. <sighs> so. <sighs> I know, I it's so like, it's so weird. It's so hard. It's like, at one on one side, we want to celebrate, mm-hmm. right? And on then, the other side, what's to celebrate? And then the other <laughs> side, like, ugh. Yeah. yeah, and it's, you know, I feel like it's like what, it's hard to, I can't really, yeah. Yeah, with uh, until we kind of create the world that we want to live in, it's hard yes. for me just to simply go out and have a good time, which is probably why I don't party much. <laughs> That's part of it. <laughs> Awareness. Yeah. Awareness, being aware and and being out there and doing what's right. Yeah. And right? what we're able to do. And yeah. Human rights are human rights. Yeah. And, you know, it's like the, 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 the saying that also is that they're going after some folks. They're going to be coming after other folks next. So we need exactly. to stop it right now. Yeah. Stop it right now. Stop yeah. him right now. And all, I mean, all the folks he's involved with. Ugh. It's not just him, unfortunately. If it was just him, then we'd be done with him and it'd be <laughs> over. But it's all the folks he works with and all the folks who profit off this, too. Yeah. Oh. Uh, so. Profits. Profit. Ugh, capitalism. Ugh. <laughs> capitalism. Ugh. I feel gross. Okay. So initially during the break, we'd also talked a bit about like sobriety. And that's oh, also yeah, another, sobriety. Like, topic that we can talk about. Yes, I know a lot of... Because you're celebrating two years um, of sobriety? In, in September, it will be two years. Yeah. So, Congratulations. Thank you. Thanks. Got it's it's difficult to do that in this city, especially. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I, I'd say, you know, and especially in this time where it's like a lot of things are happening and you just want to pick that up. Yeah, definitely. You know, and, and some of it might be medicinal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I feel like, you know, for folks, I, yeah, I, I used to smoke a lot of pot and I recognize that for a lot of folks it is medicinal and I totally support it. And I feel like all substances should be legal anyway and everyone yeah. should be like out of prison. No one should be incarcerated for anything they put in their bodies. Absolutely. For like my own, it's like from my own perspective, I ended up using it. I started using it more medicinally pot. I started using it more medicinally and then went into more 
an escape way and I just uh-huh. it wasn't helping me in the end yeah and I was using it to escape and yes. so for me I just decided not to but I'm yeah. all for whoever you know I'm all for folks using whatever they need to yes to, and be responsible yeah. I was at a party last night and the um, MC was saying like party 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 and if you and if and if if you see someone overdosing, I have Narcan. Oh yeah, yeah, Narcan. Narcan. Yeah. What is that? It's um, it's this like, it's like a substance. Yeah. And I've I've actually went to a Narcan training at St. James Infirmary a while ago. And they do these periodically. Okay. And it's like you inject it into someone, and it kind of bring if like someone's ODing, you can inject okay. it into them, and it like brings them back to. Okay, ODing on anything. It's um, I want to before I say anything because I don't want to. I don't want to yes, say any misinformation. Yes. I actually just re- also read an article about this recently. Um, I know I've been hearing yeah. a lot about this. I've been seeing it on Facebook, people being licensed to use it or they mm-hmm. have it upon on themselves. And if yes. you see someone overdosing you can, to, yeah, you can administer, to administer them. So, it. Yeah. It's an opioid. Overdoses. Opioids. Yeah. So KQD recently did a, an article produced an article on that. And, Let's see. Oh yeah, so it's a Narcan. There's also like a nasal spray. I, okay. I was trained with like a to do a, administer a shot. And there's also a Narcan nasal spray that's available. And on KQD, we can actually can play a little bit of the audio right now. If yeah. That's cool with folks. Let's do it. From, uh, yes, from KQD. And let me just turn off the music first. <laughs> and let's see here. And this podcast comes from Stanford Continuing. And this is uh, KQED. Bartenders learn how to spot and reverse opioid overdoses. Creative writing and professional development. Summer classes begin June 25th. Continuingstudies.stanford.edu. Our ongoing opioid crisis is the deadliest drug epidemic in American history. We've been telling you about this on the California Report for the last two years. We're going to keep telling you about it today. A story about how health workers are trying to use every strategy they have and inventing some new ones along the way to help save lives. In San Francisco, training is now happening in some pretty unusual places to prevent overdoses, as KQED's Laura Clivens tells us. Kristen Marshall gets comfortable on a bright red pleather sofa at St. Mary's Pub. Ten people trickle inside from the midday sun. Some wear funky glasses, some have sleeve tattoos. Nobody made you be here. You, you just do that this was something that was good. Marshall places a white Narcan nasal sprayer on a table in front of her. Narcan is the drug that reverses opioid overdoses. Um, And you want it to be prepared to look out for your customer base, um, and in many cases, like your direct communities that you're from. Marshall works with the city's public health department. Her typical audience is drug users, but today she's talking to people who work at bars, clubs, and festivals. She says a lot of people ask her if using Narcan is like that scene from the movie Pulp Fiction, where a passed out Uma Thurman gets dramatically revived by being stabbed in the chest with a needle full of adrenaline, not Narcan. All right, ready? One, two, three! (laughs) If you're all right, then say something. Something. Two things. Adrenaline doesn't work to reverse an opiate overdose. And please don't ever stab anybody in the heart with anything. She tells them what it would actually look like if they saw someone overdosing on opioids like heroin or fentanyl. Unable to maintain consciousness, or they're going to be real hard to wake up, especially if alcohol is involved. And 
they're not breathing enough. A person's body will droop. Their skin will become ashen or bluish gray. The first step is that 911 call. Now you're going to stimulate them awake with pain. Like a knuckle rub to the sternum. If they go right back out or they just are not responsive, the next thing is the Narcan. So then you're going to take this all the way up their nose. One click. That's it. After the class, everyone gets a Narcan two-pack to take to their next shift. Thank you, Thank you so much. much. Yeah, this course. is Marshall's 10th training for the nightlife industry. One of them was for Hush Concerts, a music production company in San Francisco. At the Hush offices, creative director Robbie Cole points to a photo on the wall. It's of his good friend John, a DJ he worked with a lot. And you can just see, you know, how effervescent a person he was. John Horvath died three years ago. His colleagues still don't know from what. But after Cole took the Narcan training, he began to suspect his friend died from an opioid overdose. The signs were really all there. And had, I think, people on that site had that kind of training, they might have been able to intervene. At most events, Cole's employees are often the only sober people. Lots of patrons experiment with new substances, sometimes not knowing what's in them. That's why he had Kristen Marshall train his entire company. He hopes that someday, if needed, they can save a life. We who are of the after-hours community, you know, who, who live this beautiful life that's very undersung, um, can actually make a difference for people. Hush Concerts has always sent emergency bags to each event they staff. Inside, there are adapters, plugs, anything a DJ might forget. There's also a first aid kit, which now includes two doses of Narcan. For The California Report, I'm Laura Clivens. All right, and welcome back to the Weekly Review. Well, that was really informative. Yeah, and big thanks to Isaac Jackson for sending the link over to me. And Isaac Jackson has talked a lot about uh, the importance of safe injection sites. Yes. So there's just a lot of ways, like with harm reduction and folks, and ways that we can support each other instead of criminalizing people and sending police everywhere, which causes more harm than good. Anyway, yeah. Help everyone. Help your brothers and sisters out there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and it's great to be informed and just to share information, too. Yes, sharing information. Yeah. <laughs> and also just a reminder for folks to stay hydrated during Pride. So I know like a lot of folks drink. and Yeah, and especially yeah. when it's really warm like this mm -hmm. or you're out in the sun and you're partying and you're doing whatever you're doing. Um, yeah. Yeah, definitely. So yeah, we watch yourself here. I'm trying to get a caller Indeed. in here. Oh yeah, we do have the lines open at four one five 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 zero zero five one one. And yeah, I do appreciate everyone listening in, all the folks out there. And please do feel free to to share. I took the day off today. Oh, Usually nice. I work on this day. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, but I was like, I'm taking the day off. I'm doing things. Mm -hmm. I'm going to the trans march. Nice. Um, and so thank you for having me here today. Yeah, I'm so excited to here. get my day started this way yeah. and to inform all my friends about what's going on. Yes. And um, talk about pride. Um. Because there was that talk at work, you know, where I was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to be on the Chipotle float. Oh, commercialism, commercialism, la, 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 la. And I just feel like a lot of people are just losing sight of what Pride's about, how Pride got started, mm 
mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and what its purpose is. Yeah. You know, and being part of Compton's cafeteria, right? And getting to meet people that were there and, and talking about that and also talking about Stonewall in New York City yeah. yes. and different things that happened around the country. Mm-hmm. Um, really talking about that and keeping that in mind and informing the youth of what it was and stuff like that. I feel like that's important too because, you know, the youth walk around and and um, it's important to keep them aware right. of how this all started and what it's all about. Definitely. That's a great point. And also just like what the history was. Because I think also some folks were like, oh, we can get married and that's it. And it's like assimilation isn't going to save us. No. It's you know, not when there's still folks who are being incarcerated and folks who can't afford housing or and there's still job discrimination. And so and like there's immigration, like so many you know forms of discrimination against folks too where just because you can some people can get married doesn't mean liberation for the rest of us yes you know and it's like it trickles trickling Mm -hmm. you know just because it started doesn't mean it's like happening everywhere right right or that even everyone even wants to get married yeah do you want to get married eh. (laughs) (laughs) i don't know it sounds good in theory um i don't like the state kind of telling me anything about myself or having any paperwork that connects me it just seems like really invasive and i feel the same way about ids and documentation and that like the state who doesn't people who don't know me somehow have some authority over who i am or what i can do or where i should go that seems really doesn't sit well with me yeah and it doesn't mean that i can't love someone or be you know yeah spend time with people or yeah have commitments with folks or yeah. anything like that at all yeah so it's just now what about having like meeting someone and just like um professing your love in front of your family and friends i guess so <laughs> <laughs> i don't know <laughs> Are like, you dating anyone right now? Oh, yeah, I am. You wouldn't know that from the way I talk, but yes, I, yeah, totally, I am. So how long have you been together now? Oh, wow. I never talk about personal stuff. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> um, let's see. Um, a little over a year, like a year and a few months. Okay. Yeah. Fun. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I'm probably blushing now. (laughs) You're as red as your shirt. I I have a feeling that was happening. I have a feeling that was going to happen. Well, this would be the only time you would talk about it Pride weekend. So, Oh, um, sure. (laughs) Yeah. And maybe Valentine's Day. Yes. Um, Yeah. So who... Whom are you dating, if you don't mind saying? <laughs> Not the name or oh, sure. exactly, but She's like... A really great person who's okay. super special and <laughs> is really kind and um, protective in a really awesome way. Like, we've yeah. been to protest together, and I think at times she has probably prevented me from getting hurt by cops at some points, if that oh, makes like just that's good. very much like... Looks, it's a weird thing to bring up when you think about like, what do you look for in a person and it's yeah. like someone who has good politics and is kind and compassionate has a really good sense of humor yes and just really cares about people yes and is a really strong individual and just a good listener and good, uh-huh. a good communicator and, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> all the feels all the yeah, feels all the feels yeah so I feel, yeah, really grateful. Well, that's awesome. Yeah. You kind of like met in an organic way. Um, online. <laughs> oh, so it was online. Okay. We met online. However, we had a lot of mutual friends. Oh, okay. We, we met online and then we didn't really meet in person for a while. And then yeah. eventually we, we did meet 
in person. Yeah. It was slow, but yeah. I always have my, my guard up and my walls yeah. up. Yeah. After a lot of experiences that were not so pleasant with yeah. folks. Uh-huh. So and I think also as a queer person dating, it's like, you know, it's one thing to hook up with people. It's another thing to mm-hmm. let someone in emotionally. It's yeah. like that for me in some ways feels harder yeah. to be vulnerable with someone and to get, let someone get to know me because it's scary to do mm-hmm. that. It's really scary. Yeah. Speaking of online dating, um, uh, I've had a lot of people talking to me um, they're like, so how is Grinder for you mm. being a trans woman? Oh, Grindr. You know, and... Um, <laughs> <laughs> <I've>, yeah. <laughs> and and I have other... And, and people are saying, they're like, oh, I see a lot more trans women on Grinder now. Or there's so much activity with uh, trans women on Grindr. What's, mm-hmm. your, like, what's your take on it or whatever, whatever. And it's like... And I guess people are confused or somehow intrigued and mm-hmm. want to talk about it, about how active a trans woman is on Grindr. Hmm. And so what What are your yeah. thoughts on that? Or like, I mean, I'm no longer on Grindr. You're not on Grindr? I, wa- I was. Okay. I've met some really awesome folks on Grindr. Okay. I've met some also really not so great folks on Grindr. Yeah. And as a trans masculine person, I yeah. definitely... There definitely was a lot of transphobic elements on there, a lot uh-huh. of like racist elements on there. Yeah. You know, for folks who are on there, as it's with the with the gay community as a whole. Like, yeah. there's, I mean, we can also take a look at what's happening with gay culture as a whole, where it's always be, there's been that like white supremacist element, there's been the misogynist mm-hmm. and transphobic classist yeah. element uh-huh. in there, which I think is also part of the reason that that idea of folks wanting to float more towards um, assimilation as opposed to liberation, because it helps some folks but not all of us. Yeah. So anyway, so that of course manifests manifests everywhere, including on online dating apps. Yeah. So <laughs> that's kind of going far from like, <laughs> the original um, pro, uh, type of the conversation was. I have met some really awesome folks on there. Yeah. And it does feel like it's hit or miss. Yeah. And it's it kind of brings up some of the best and worst of yes um, of people in, in, in our communities. Yeah. And also like, I miss like going out to meet someone in person. Mm-hmm. And like, we used to have a lot more in San Francisco. There used to be like dozens of, yeah, a lot of bathhouses yeah. and sex clubs in San Francisco yeah. that were shut down. And so uh-huh. there used to be, I think a lot of more like cruising and meeting people in person. Yes. And now it's more like, and I think it's easier to dismiss someone and to be rude to someone on phone, on the phone where you don't have to interact with them. Mm-hmm. So it does provide some, assistance for folks meeting and it also yeah i miss the face-to-face connections that people could have yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) (laughs) there's someone in um queer as fuck um i hope i'm not divulging too much or or this person's listening or whatever whatever but a trans man met a trans man on Grinder and they're dating. Oh, cute. Yeah, and they've been dating for a year and I'm like, okay, yes. Make it work for you. Yes. You know, yeah. like make it work for you. Yes. And if it's working for you, then go ahead. Definitely. Do it. I feel that way about everything. Yes. Yeah, so. <sighs> and yeah, what what doesn't work for you might work for someone else and vice versa. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So, so it's not always what you think it is. Right. You know? Yeah. And um, being in Queer as Fuck and like working with so many 
trans people of all the spectrum mm-hmm. of the whole spectrum it's like i'm still learning things every day yes you know like constantly yeah yeah like okay you know and then the whole pronouns thing and like oh okay so i can choose to either use he or they pronouns okay mm-hmm. great you yeah. know like super yeah you know and i was like okay so he they okay so then him and then i was like okay so we're just gonna leave it at that you know mm-hmm. like why why do i need to know what genitalia you were born with right you know right. like it doesn't matter you're presenting as masculine so mm-hmm. i'm gonna i'm gonna you know believe that but just meeting all the different you know everyone the whole color of the rainbow yeah um at queer as fuck is really fun and it's really um it's like an honor to be a part of this a production, being with other um, queer people of color, you know, and being part of this production. So I really hope that people come out and see it. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having yeah, me. It's really, it's, I, yeah, it's a lot of positive energy. I mean, forgive like the wooiness, like the kind of California <laughs> woo, but like I just feel like it's really I feel really grateful to know you and appreciative. Oh, me too. That you, that you bring. Me too. Like when I met you, you 2 years ago and we did lemon cake together, <laughs> I was like, what is this? What are we doing? And you know, yeah. I I wasn't out as trans then. Mhm. And it was part of my whole discovery of who I was mm. being in the, in that piece, mm. you know. So it has a very special place in my heart, yeah. as do you. Oh. So, um, so it helped me really realize who I was. Um, so, um, yeah. So that's me. <laughs> Thanks for having me. Thank you so much for being here. We have to do this we, again. Definitely. You're always welcome. To, okay. To awesome. Yeah. So come out and see me at Pride. Absolutely. And is there anything else you'd like to um, promote while you're here? I know we already went over. Yeah, I think, I think just, just support your community and stay positive and have fun. Yeah. And um, figure out who has the Narcan. Yes. <laughs> Just so that your friends are safe. Right, right. And look out for each other. <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, do you have any music requests as we end up the show? Or are you good? <laughs> Dua Lipa is like my favorite song right now. Dua Lipa. Oh, no. Dua, okay. Dua D-U-A-L-I-P-A. I am totally One being open kiss. about me being totally out of it. <laughs> one kiss, because okay. that's all it really takes is Aww. one kiss to fall in Cute. love with me. I love that song. All right. Well, here we go. Uh, Dua Lipa with One Kiss. So thank you again so much for being here. Everyone, Thank you for having me. Check out Queer as Fuck, and we'll be back next week. Happy Pride, everybody.
black 